right, good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Chipman Brothers Tangent. Um, as always, I'm Chris. And I'm Bob. And, um, wow, it's uh, it's after midnight. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's later than we uh, tend to record these. Well, just about just the same a- time, actually. Yeah, yeah, just a bit. Cool, cool. Well, um, how have you been doing, Bob? I'm okay, I'm okay. How have you been doing? I'm doing pretty good. We uh, got the got the baby down, the toddler, as it were, I guess it would be now. Oh, um, good. Sleep a um, little later than normal, but uh, we're doing good. Is she officially a toddler? I didn't think that was until three. I, I don't know. It's it's weird. It's like two or three. Um, I don't know. She's up walking, wandering around. Um, oh, good. You know, talking back, but not in English. <laughs> Whatever it is she says. Um, so, uh, yeah, what's, uh, what's been going on in your world? Lots and lots and lots of work. Yeah. <laughs> is uh, the long and short of lots of work, lots of, uh, lots of, uh, screening and cutting and doing all, uh, all of the, uh, the internet content creation things. Yes. I've been attempting to do some of those as well. Yes. Yes, indeed. Um, yeah. The other podcast is going okay, but, uh, those of you that have listened to it thank you very much um yeah the day job has been a uh, day job has been pressing um so it's mm. always good to sit down and do something like this so uh in um in my copious spare time um <laughs> the the drive-in the mendon twin drive-in which i i talk about a lot on here hosted by the andelman brothers of the phantom gourmet um <laughs> They uh they did a triple feature. We didn't know it was a triple feature when we got there, and we didn't make it. But but how's this for a triple feature? They did because Spider Man's recent, so they did Spider Man, Wonder Woman, and Guardians of the Galaxy two. Well, that's the whole summer, right? Right, there. right. It, like starting at you know eight thirty at night. So Guardians went on supposedly at like one forty five in the morning. Huh. Um, yeah. <laughs> so uh, we didn't make it all the way through Wonder Woman. But we'd already seen it, so that was good. But um saw Spider Man. Um Spider Man is very serviceable. Um yeah. I, I I enjoyed the hell out of watching it. Um I know you did your review. I know we talked about speculation. I uh it you know, I, I remember speculating from the trailers from my end that I'd be a little underwhelmed and, and I wasn't. It you know, it's it's small. It kinda served the purpose for me of what um you know, we talked about this when we saw the Sam Raimi ones, you know, it would be cool if if they just kept these characters alive and, you know, Daredevil ended up kind of doing this in some of the other Marvel TV shows, right? But kind of doing smaller movies, smaller stories, um, just building on character, and that's kind of what this did for me. I mean, you know, it, it threw out the whole need to do the origin again. It did it in funny little jokey ways, and it, it was just kind of a littler story. I, I mean, um, separated from it a little bit, I think the biggest problem the movie has is Tony Stark. Huh. And I, I like him in it, but um, I almost would have liked Stark to have been just on the phone. You know, um, you, we yeah, I can see that. Because like, Happy, Happy serves the, the bridge so well, and seeing John Favreau as that character is always great, right? He's he's just awesome in this, right? There's the, he, he fits that role like a glove, in my opinion, and... Uh, um, he plays as kind of the perfect father figure role in kind of his not being a father figure role in between Tony and Spider-Man. So kind of Tony's not even there much. He's probably like 10 minutes, 15 minutes total screen time, whatever. But it always feels cheap whenever he's around to me. Hmm. Um, and I mean, I still like the scenes. I think they're fun. I mean, he's kind of like the driving force for why Spider-Man is doing a lot of what he's doing. You know, like you had said, oh, let me into the MCU, please, is kind of the whole movie. But um, but I, I mean, I liked the movie the most when it was just Tom Holland being Peter Parker. Um, you know, I got the uh, I got the same vibe you did. I, I almost feel like this is like we had speculated about. I'm not so sure I relate to this high school. Um, it's kind of, you know, Disney Channel after school special current high school. Um, with a little bit of, you know, the, the geeky stuff, you know, they shove in the Death Star and, you know, some other stuff like that. But I'm not so sure I relate um, as much as uh, as maybe I did with the kind of fake, 
you know, mid 20 year old playing an 18 year old that Tobey Maguire brought to the role. But uh, but it, mm. it was still really cool. I mean, Spider-Man just dealing with teenager problems is is a lot of fun. In yeah, my opinion. I don't know. Have you seen it again since uh, since your review? Uh, no, still, still just the once, yeah. uh, you know, and you know, my review is, you know, again, I, I, I feel like I've had this conversation so many times this year, but I, I think it's just fine. Yeah. It's okay. It's good enough. Um, I, I thought it for a, for a movie like this, it, it delved into the, the, um, more complicated than we usually get villain. Um, and I right. and I liked that a lot. I mean, one, it, the, you know, they struck gold with Keaton. I mean, that's that's a right. You, you get you know Batman into Birdman into this. It's kind of poetic justice almost that he showed up doing this. But I I loved that he was the you know the the working class had a lot more going on than just one note. Um, you know, bad guy, and you know, despite. They kind of had it written all over the walls. The movie really surprised me with the reveal of who he was. Right. You know, I, I felt that that surprised me in a oh my damn, you know, kind of way that like a, a bad, you know, um, soap opera almost would. Or like, you know, yeah. a, a like kids TV show, right? Where it's kind of like, you know, I should have seen it coming that, you know, how are we going to work this in that their paths really cross, right? Yeah, okay, he's the love interest dad. And I know that, you know, it's kind of, uh, you know, not cheap, but like, okay, you know, obviously, dumb white guy watching this in the audience, if we make the girl black, you're not going to realize that the white working class guy is her dad. But you know what? I fell for it. I really did. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that scene, the, you know, the awkward getting to meet your, the girl you're trying to date's parents is awkward enough. Awkward even more so being that he's Spider-Man. Awkward even more so being that he's basically seen this guy murder people. Um, so it's, it's, it's kind of intense and, um, and, and I dug it. I, that's the stuff that worked the best to me when it was fur farthest from the, Hey, where we want to remind you of these other, this has to tie in with, um, and that, that I enjoyed the most and on its own, it stood as a pretty cool little Spider-Man story. And, and I do repeat little, the movie doesn't look like they spend a whole lot on it, you know, no, it's a small thing. It's very small, and I I appreciated that, and I'm glad that it's making money. Um, I fe I feel Wonder Woman's a better movie. Um, maybe I, I not can, completely, yeah, I can go with that. but um, but I also feel that you know this this is up there with it's maybe not quite as good, but almost as good as the first Sam Raimi Spider Man and just being a good Spider Man. Um, and, I I can't I can't quite go, and there. we can throw out those other two. <laughs> right? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I. I yeah, no, I, I could, I can give it about as good as as Spider Man three, maybe. Okay, no, I'll, I'll give. Yeah, I, it, I keep forgetting that I appreciate that movie more than I remember. Well, no, I mean, because like, you know, like, I mean, not neither one of them are are great, but they're both good enough. You yeah. know, uh, this this would probably have the edge because it doesn't have like as many things in it that just flat out don't work well, it, as Spider Man. It's 3. not angry, you know, like. Sp Spider-Man yeah. Three was a was like a you or me being forced to make a Spider-Man movie we didn't want to make, right? So that yeah, that's kind of the kicking and screaming. This this movie has a bit of an identity crisis, but it it doesn't come off angrily. It comes off as kind of the dopey and um and um like like humble and happy about it instead of like you know all smug and jokey and naughty about it. I guess yeah. Well, like for for it to be. For it to have, like, really bad parts or have any serious flaws, it would have to have tried to do something really difficult. Right. And it, ba and it basically tries to do nothing difficult. Like, it's, you know, when I when I say this is pretty good, it is. It's it is Ant -Man. pretty good. It's, it's Ant-Man. Ant-Man is better than this, but, I think. But it's, but it's the same tone. It's that same sort of, you know, we just want to be a drop in the stream, you know, kind of a movie. Uh, and and well, that's cool to me. For what it is. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, it it is, but I, I, you know, the thing is, I can give it a little more to Ant Man because Ant Man, you know, like you know, yes, this this one also does. Hey, this one is funny as well. But like Ant Man is, yes, it's funny, but it's also like about stuff. True, true. You know, it has it has it has, you know, like 
depth. There's there there's an arc for people to go through. The the business with his his family and his kid and stuff actually has like an effect on the story and matters. Right. Yeah. This is this is almost a teaser trailer or an, or a, we got the second act of a movie they forgot to give us the first and third act of <laughs> something like yeah, that. Yeah. It yeah. It does feel very much like it's. It's the first of, like, the number one Marvel movies that feels like one of the number two Marvel movies, where it has that storytelling pace of, okay, something really, really big happened last time to get us to this point, and something really, really big is coming up the next time we meet the other guys, so until then, we're just kind of jogging in place, but I, but I, and, and, that, but and I, that's kind of this movie. I guess from where I'm standing, though, that works better with Spider-Man than it does with someone who's already an Avenger. You know, because yeah, no, getting, yeah. getting like your Iron Man 3 made complete sense because he's dealing with PTSD, right? That's why right, Iron yeah. Man 3 works so much better than Iron Man 2. Iron Man 2 is, you know, okay, this is your drunk buddy off on a collision course with insanity, you know, after, yeah. after getting all these powers. But, you know, Iron Man 3, you know, until we got super serious with Civil War, you know, and um, and the Winter Soldier, where we go, you know, I mean, look at how well they handle Captain America in his downtime, right? You know, in, yeah. in comparison, right? Even though it has those similar problems, um, not really detracting from the movie, but that's similar. Oh, it's kind of funny that the other guys aren't here, you know, kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, you know, Iron Man 3 is really one of the ones where it hits you the most, where it's like, well, Jesus, you know. The the arc is finally culminated with this guy, and everything's going to shit. Um, but mm. I think with Spider Man, you know, it it's it's the best thing I think they could have done with what they set themselves up for. I mean they they blew their wad with Spider Man in Captain America three, and there's nothing as awesome in this involving Spider Man as that bit in Captain America three. I think that mm. could be the movie's not flaw, but biggest downside. Is that there's not yeah. a whole ton of cool Spider-Man stuff. There's cool Spider-Man really. moments, you know. Um, mm. But uh, he, you know, he he just doesn't. Th- there's no big, huge action arc. There's little cool action vignettes and everything. But yeah, you're right. It, you know, it's kind of, um, kind of small. Yeah. Um, I'll be interested to see what they do. I mean, the movie made a ton of money, so they're probably going to do another yeah. one. Um, yeah, I mean, like I said, it's 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 if if I sound unenthusiastic, it's only because I've I've had this conversation like seven times. Oh over no, the I just last, I uh, you know, I finally got a chance to yeah. see it, so so I thought this yeah, no, would, I know was it's, would culminate nicely in the fact that we talked on two or three episodes about it. No, yeah, no, it's I I think it's an absolutely serviceable, okay movie. I I don't think it's wonderful. I don't think it's bad. You know, if I'm disappointed, quote unquote, is is it's because you know this is, you know, most of the other Marvel movies have been kind of like you know a big deal and have been like wow you know this is something, and it seems like this one was more hey we we got Spider Man back and we're afraid to take a single chance with him. So here yeah. And, it, it it's kind of like it's and I I feel for them where they are because they're 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 obviously from from the setup of the movie they are very much stuck by okay we we can't repeat anything that was in the Sam Raimi movies because we're not because we're gonna suffer in comparison to that because even if you don't think those are great I do they're the ones that like people like those were the superhero movies for like a generation. Oh no, Sp- so, Spider Spider-Man yeah. 2 is up there in my top 5. I mean that right. um the Christopher Reeve Superman run even though the first two are incredible and the first one in particular and um Captain America Civil War um is right up there. You know what I mean? I was not Civil War, yeah. sorry, Winter Soldier. I I give Winter yeah. Soldier the edge over Civil War. I know that's not necessarily the popular opinion, but um mm. um mm. There's just and you know then like I've said before my favorite then comic book movie though is the first Captain America, right? And because to me that felt like it jumped right off the page, just like Spider Man yeah. Two feels like you know Doctor Octopus jumps right off the page in that fucking movie, right? Yes, um, he does. It, it's it's just that movie I think of the new run is still my favorite superhero movie. Yeah, I, I you know, can I I'm I'm pretty close there. Yeah. You know, 
there, there's, you know, things to be said, you know, the Dark Knight with its realism, you know, um, but it, it's not a comic book movie as much as mm. Spider-Man 2 is. Yeah. So yeah, it's weird no, like, categories. Like a, yeah. You know, you know, like I said, I can, I can feel for them in this one. They, they can't redo any of the stuff from the Sam Raimi movies, which means right off the bat, you know, they, they don't, they can't do the Green Goblin. They can't do, I mean, they, they sort of have a Mary Jane thing going on, but it's, it's an, it's a very new thing. Yeah. Um, which is they, interesting. They can't, I'll, I'll give them that. They, they can't do Norman Osborn, Harry Osborn. They can't do Doc Ock, and they clearly they they've been stung. Like like you know, the, the, this is a studio system that that listens to not only their own criticisms but the criticisms of the rest of the genre. So you know, no more than one summer removed from everyone on the planet, you know, collectively agreeing that we've seen uh, Thomas and Martha Wayne die enough times in movies. They decide in this one, bang! You know what? We're not we're not touching Uncle Ben yet. We're gonna we're gonna give everyone a break from another origin movie. Uh, so they don't have that, and they also don't want to remind anyone of anything that happened in the Amazing Spider-Man movies because those were bad, and because there's I'm sure that there's still a larger percentage of the audience than you think that still isn't sure if this isn't still part of that. Well, I mean, I I heard that a lot from the. Just the first Amazing Spider-Man. Imagine if you and I were still working at a blockbuster when yeah. that came out, right? Imagine the questions. So what is this? Yeah. Why isn't it Tobey Maguire anymore? Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. so, so, I mean, so because they don't want to touch the Amazing movies, okay, there goes, uh, you know, Norman Osborn and Harry Osborn again. There goes uh, The Lizard. There goes Uncle Ben again. There goes there goes Gwen Stacy. You know, like like the... The one, like, you know, big thing that, uh, you know, the, the Sam Raimi movies never touched, uh, you know, cause there, there's basically like three major, like, everyone knows this core Spider-Man stories, and it's like the origin, the death of Gwen Stacy and Venom. Right. And, uh, you know, okay, and maybe possibly also the entire arc of who is the Green Goblin, Norman Osborn is the Green Goblin. So, like, those are the big four, and they've all been done. Uh, I, I was elsewhere. really so, hoping. I was so, so hoping that they would have learned that lesson with Raimi sticking Venom and taking one for the entire genre in Spider-Man 3 yeah. and not be making this Venom movie. Like, I know that it's not Marvel doing it. I know that it's Sony, but yeah. still. Like, what the fuck? I, yeah, I, I will believe that the Venom movie is real when it comes out and I'm watching just, it. Just as I... much as I believe that Spawn movie is going to happen. <laughs> Well, that one might because he's spending his own money and because he's got like uh, Blumhouse going on it. So you know, I'm I'm sure I think that will probably actually happen because I think he, you know, I, I mean, to be honest, that was the first time I'd heard from Todd McFarlane in like a decade. Right, in the like, last as, time as, like, he a, was pitching the same movie. Yeah, well, but like I mean, like the nostalgia the nostalgia cycle has kind of like come back around on image comics where you know like when when the bottom just fell out of that whole thing you know uh mcfarlane resisted it for a while because by the time the oh wait hey image kind of sucked thing hit he had already kind of transitioned over to being a toy manufacturer who used to write comics right and I, I feel like now that there's there's been kind of a a resurgence of of the image guys. You know, Rob Liefeld's image has been improbably uh, rehabilitated. Uh, you know, because like uh, Deadpool made a bunch of money. Deadpool was fantastic. Yeah. It was, <laughs> and I mean, we're like we're we're hearing about uh, oh yeah, we're 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 gonna do a Young Blood movie. We're gonna do uh, a Young Blood movie. What the fuck? Yeah, this is this is just getting uh, weird. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, it's it's turning, so I'm sure that, like, it was going to come back around. In any case, I buy the Spawn movie coming because I think McFarlane must recognize that he needs to, like, take that shot at it to having, like, a a new presence, like, a, an actual 21st century presence. Right, and there's, there's a chance that that, just like with Deadpool, could end up good. I don't yeah, think sure. there's as much of a chance, but he's got the right production company behind him. Um, yeah. For what he's trying to whereas do. Whereas I, yeah. You know, whereas I, I don't buy into the the Venom thing as much because I, 
it does to me look like Sony is, you know, loading up on a bunch of, yeah, this is what we can do, you know, like to have a slate to make themselves more attractive to buyers. But I'm, I'm not in the industry. That's just what people who are in the industry and I agree with them say it looks like. But, uh, you know, we're, we're all going to find out uh, at some point. Interesting. Yeah. So, so back to Spider-Man, you know, we've, we've talked about homecoming. It's, it's fine. Um, what do you, what is your speculation? Is this Phil Lord, Chris Miller, Spider-Man thing still happening? Yeah. Yeah, it is. This like cartoon that we don't really know what it is. Uh, it's, well, it's, I, I haven't, uh, pinned down what they're going to call it, but the, the main pitch is that it is, it's, it's an animated movie and it's based on, uh, the ultimate Spider-Man, uh, the, the Miles Morales version. Oh, okay. So that, so, so that, that is that is an interesting that alternate approach. Okay. Yeah. So that's something. That should be cool. I mean, yeah. like, like like I said, I'll show up to anything they make, and I really wish I would have gotten to see their Han Solo movie. Yeah. Well, we're gonna get to see a little of it. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. Just as just like we got to see a little of whatever uh, um, Rogue One originally was, and who knows how much. Um, yeah. Uh, okay. Cool. Um. So what else do we got? So you saw the Dark Tower, and I didn't have to. Yeah, I did see the Dark Tower. Yeah. So yeah. that that sounds like they um they screwed the pooch on that one, huh? Yeah, yeah. That. Uh, oh wow! It's it. You know, I I I have not found the time to read the Dark Tower books. Neither have I, because... which is why which is why I was hoping it would almost be like a so so movie, so I could at least see it and get an idea of what it was going for. But I'm not sure I want to even give bother with it. Yeah, it is not. It is not good. It's. Uh... Uh, it's it's just not very good at all. It's just boring and not very inspired. Uh, it just it feels. I I understand that they had to leave out all kinds of stuff from the books, and they can't do all of the Stephen King universe connections, which are kind of the whole point of the thing. Right? Why else should it exist? I mean, I I know little about it, but I know that's important. <laughs> Well, because it's a big, like, you know, potentially franchisable fantasy action thing that you can put the Stephen King name in front of, and people go, oh, hey, Stephen King. But they've, you know, they've what... succeeded with shitty TV shows. Why not just do that? I have no idea. Right? I mean, that that seems to be the new format. It It, it is. And, you know, maybe, I mean, the, the plan for this one, at least at one point, was to, to do the movie and then segue off to TV and then come back for another movie and I feel like the plan to actually follow through with that must have dropped off at some point right around the time when they were deciding that the movie was you know one of these things where okay you know what we we know we've got a turkey here so cut it down to 88 minutes and put it in theaters and we'll see what happens right it's, I, I mean I've never seen a death knell like that it's like oh yeah we're finding out the movie's only 88 minutes long a day before the reviews drop Oh shit! Yeah. Like, th- <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, like you know, Idris Elba's pretty good. Uh, you know, Matthew McConaughey is fun, but it, it just it doesn't really feel connected to anything. It just, n- it 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 feels like a like a really cheap like you know mid range new line fantasy movie from like you know the mid nineties. Well, Jesus, the thing apparently only costs sixty million dollars. Yeah, yeah, like, it is. Like, uh, I'm pretty sure episodes of Game of Thrones cost more than that. Like probably, <laughs> I, I, you, you know, like it just doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. Like I think Sharknado cost twenty million. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I know that they we're throwing around big numbers there, right? Um, Jesus. Well, speaking of Idris Elba, um, it. Maybe this is an interesting way to get there, but uh, we had talked about um, prior the um, the shitty thing going on with Hellboy, uh, mm. and um, since then, and we didn't talk about this in the last one, but um, the the shape of water is that what this is called? I want to say yes. the weight of water trailer dropped, and you know, thank God, <laughs> thank God. <laughs> 
he he gets a break every once in a while. Uh, for, for those listening to this that have probably never heard of this, out of everything that I've seen Del Toro make, this looks like the closest to a Spanish language film of his made with U.S. money. Like, um, yeah, uh, yeah, Crim- Crimson Peak was very close to that same tone. But man, I, I mean, if if there was ever a middle finger to the Hellboy thing I've ever seen, it's casting the same actor in basically the same suit as Abe Sapien, but with a few more fish flourishes as your big, you know, um, woman befriends or potentially falls in love with fish monster movie. And I, yeah. I think it looks great. I mean, it looks like mm. it looks right in his wheelhouse and it makes me really happy. Um, when does that come out? Uh, that's that's um, late fall, early, uh, early December, I believe. Interesting. Cool. Well, yeah, yeah, I'm just I'm really excited about that and that guy getting a break. And then we've got Pacific Rim, too. Mm-hmm. Who's making that? Uh, Steve DeKnight. So he's done a bunch of uh, television. So uh, okay, so okay, so we've got Pacific Rim two with uh, television director Steve DeKnight and um, Boyega. Right? Is in this Finn? Uh, yes, it is. Yes, it is. And this is, he is playing uh, Steven a young DeKnight. Idris Elbow. Yeah. Is is that what's going on, or is this a prequel, or is it? Um... Uh, this is a this is a sequel. sequel. He is uh, he, yeah. It's a uh, ten years later. And uh, he is playing uh, the son of the uh, of oh, okay. the of the major. Yeah, cool. So that 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 also could be exciting. What are your What are your thoughts? Mm-hmm. And I know I know you and I are in the minority on Pacific Rim. A lot of people couldn't handle the semi wooden acting and not so great um, writing. But man, did that movie it was just a blast. I love Pacific Rim. There's nothing wrong yeah. with Pacific Rim. There's nothing wrong it, with that movie just, at all. It's a love letter, and I, I like yeah. that about it. I like that. You about know, it's it. a, it's exactly what it's supposed to be. <laughs> so you know we we did all the comic-con movies and we've talked about these what else is uh anything new or interesting show up on your radar that you want to talk about uh well i uh i just came out of uh uh tonight uh, well we had screenings for many many things i had a screening of uh wind river oh how's uh, that review of uh pretty good pretty good that's uh it's it's the director directing debut from the guy who wrote uh, he wrote uh, Heller High Water and Sicario. Oh yeah, okay. So <laughs> yeah, so so this this is a very happy film. Yeah, it's a, you know about, nice uh, nice yeah. d- nice Disney after school special kind of thing, right? Everybody. Yeah, happy. no this. Yeah, no this is uh, Jeremy Renner and uh, Elizabeth Olsen as a uh, a a fishing and gaming uh, predator control guy and an FBI agent trying to solve a string of. Uh, homicides uh what may or may not be a string of homicides uh on a uh an indian reservation interesting yeah yeah so it's uh it's it's a laugh a minute fun for the whole family <laughs> just as hell or high water was yeah yeah and uh, let's see i did uh, oh i i saw annabelle creation oh that's the lights out guy made that right i i, I do like this new trend of hey we know these first movies like because the conjuring is great right yeah the conjuring is great the conjuring 2 is pretty damn good but the conjuring is great and then you get okay we're gonna make this offshoot annabelle movie because the doll the creepy doll was cool and then they make a shitty prequel or offshoot movie to a really good horror movie but then just like with ouija they hire a decent director to do the sequel to the prequel or the prequel to the prequel or whatever they're doing here and from what i hear it's not bad I mean, I know yeah, it's, the, the it's Ouija a... <laughs> prequel was great, but uh... yeah, yeah, Annabelle two is is actually pretty damn good. It it is it is the same deal as the uh, the 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 Ouija uh, prequel. This this is once again, you know, this is this is now the prequel to the prequel. Well, what I found so amazing, and tell me if this one does it about the Ouija prequel, is it 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 went and said, hey. You know that shitty movie that this is a prequel to? We're making it so everything that happened in that shitty movie actually has a reason to exist. And now you're going to want to go back and watch it again. So they actually made a good movie that made you kind of have to go and revisit a shitty movie. <laughs> and I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, I'm not sure that this one goes that far again because uh, I'm... Or are they just trying again? 
Does that well, work? I, well, the thing of it is, like, if you remember in in the the first Annabelle, the, the, this is the thing about Annabelle about about this this franchise, quote unquote, is that the only reason Annabelle is a thing is that every other creature, monster, scary image that's in The Conjuring that you could like put on a poster and market is a spoiler for The Conjuring. Yes, except for this stupid haunted doll thing that's in the pre-credits stinger yeah. you know, to establish who, you know, she she's kind of the Slimer of, of the Conjuring franchise. Right, yeah, that's, you know, she, that's a good... She's just, yeah. Yeah. So, but it's, it. I mean, so there's really, and, and if you remember from, you know, the Conjuring, as they established in the rules of this quote-unquote real thing that happened... <laughs> that is absolutely true and is not a bunch of otherwise good movies that uncomfortably lionize a pair of horrible religious nut frauds. William Castle <clears throat> would have loved James Wan and Lee Whannell so much. Yeah. <laughs> they would have gotten yeah. along so well. <laughs> I, I, ima- I imagine so. Yeah, so, so like the, the thing about the Animal doll is that it's not a possessed toy in the sense of like this this isn't child's play right. or 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 um any or, or even puppet master or anything like that this is the doll is like attached to a fairly powerful demon that we almost never see that just kind of follows the doll around in in the general vicinity and, so and like fucks with people around the doll right yeah i mean ostensibly it's you know, it's it's a it's a soul eater thing. You know, it's an I want your soul, which is act to, to give you an idea of how uh how good Annabelle two is. It's good enough that an actual scene built around the scare of I want your soul is actually pretty good. Nice, like like comes off as not a uh, as as not as stupid as it should. But like the the doll itself, all it does is be there. You know, yeah, it's yeah. it, it just, it, it's not like if Annabelle's near you, you're worried that Annabelle is going to come get you. It's just, oh, hey, that doll is in that chair, which means in the, you know, 30 to 40 foot radius around this general area, there might be a demon jumping out at you. <laughs> you know, or, or some, or, or other things that will happen. It's, they, they, the, the Conjuring movies, I, I do enjoy them. They are a little murky. As to the, you know, what what their rules of, of how these various ghosts and demons work. Because, like, sometimes they can teleport, sometimes they can't, sometimes they're really fast, sometimes they're not. Sometimes they're... It, it kind of plays with, like, dream logic, but they're in the real world. Right, yeah, the Insidious movies did that a lot, too. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so, so it's the, the first Annabelle, you know, they make this big deal out of, we're going to give you the origin of this evil thing. And, like, the origin of Annabelle turns out to be a girl named Annabelle was in a cult and stabbed her family to death and then killed herself and happened to be holding this doll, uh, and blood dripped on it. And now the doll is bad. And, oh. and that was like the, and that was like the origin of Annabelle. Right. And, uh, as far as we knew, uh, and everyone hated it, but it made money because yeah, people saw good. it. It's not good. It's not good. Right. So in this one, they kind of open 12 years. Uh, it, it seems to be the timeline. So I think we're in the early 1960s, late 1950s. And, uh, and they give us, no, actually some stuff happened even before that. That's the real badness about the doll. And they, like, for a minute there, I was watching, I was like, wow, are we completely rewriting this? And then, no, eventually it says no, but actually here's how this ties in. And I didn't give a shit, but, uh. Right, but at least they tried. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's doing some, in, in this one, it's a, uh, uh, a, a retired toy maker and his, uh, you know, mysteriously bedridden wife have a house that they rent out to be, uh, an orphanage for an, an overflow orphanage of, uh, young girls. Uh, and there's a, a nun that is, uh, with them, uh, and, and some other stuff and they get there and there's, you know, as in any one of these good movies, it's a very old house where, you know, 
the electricity doesn't work most of, uh, a lot of the time. Uh, there's tons of secret passages and cabinets and uh, places to you know that you would no go nowhere near uh, if you were not a six year old, but like a bunch of our characters are. So, and uh, you know, there's a whole bunch of you know at least I I think I count at least three rooms in in this house in the plot of this movie where they are explicitly told don't go in there. You're not supposed to go in there. And uh you know what that means. They 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 go into every single one of them like it's this, it, I'll say this it's a really stroke of good writing to make all of the main characters very young children because you spend you you feel a little uh more hesitant to shout back at the screen, "Why would you do that?" Right, cuz I'm cuz I'm curious yeah. and an adult told me not to. That's that's what it comes down yeah. to. Well, they told me not to go into this room, but I think I'm going to go into this room. Okay, you went into the room. Okay, the room is creepily full of, uh, you know, old children's toys and other such things, and it's been perfectly preserved, and I've been told that these people had a child but who died under unfortunate circumstances. Okay, I'm going to go in and start touching stuff and moving stuff around. Okay, great, let's... Okay, fine. Let's do that. Oh, hey, I found a uh, a, a a hidden closet with uh, Bible pages taped all over the walls, and there's a, a random creepy doll in a chair. I think I'll take it out of there. Sure. Why the fuck not? Oh my goodness. But but you know the thing is, it actually works though. Like it's it's the 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 scare stuff really works. You know even the the. Uh, what are by now, it's not James Wan directing, but it's, you know, by now the, the James Wan scare formula of, you know, gradually drop out the ambient noise, put the, put the actor off center of the frame, you know, make the audience look towards the negative space because they think that's where the ghost is going to be and then the ghost is somewhere else. Right, exactly. Yeah, like, yeah, you know, there's a ton of that, but it's like, wow, okay, this, it, it goes in unexpected directions. So, hey, but, you know, it, yeah, it comes together. I feel like they're using the, um, because because Juan isn't that much older than us. He might even be younger than than me or you. I can't remember. But um, he he he's getting a an internal like center of what reminded me of the best of like the um Tales from the Crypt and Are You Afraid of the Dark? It's kind of like a middle ground between those because it's not as gory, you know, as Tales from the Crypt got, but. You know, I found Are You Afraid of the Dark on YouTube and was watching them recently. Um, for anyone listening to this that doesn't know, Nickelodeon used to have a horror show. I'm sure most of the people listening to this do, but, you know, younger kids might not on SNCC, um, which was the Saturday night Nickelodeon run. Look it up. It was awesome. It still holds up, even though Goosebumps does not. Um, <laughs> but the Are You Afraid of the Dark? Hmm. And I feel like these these would have fit really well as stories in that, you know, like he did like the monkey's yeah. paw and stuff like that. But um, man, wouldn't that be a fun Netflix thing to kickstart? <laughs> mm. I mean, it's we're, yeah. we seem to be getting to that point, right? They're bringing they're bringing Roseanne back. Yeah, yeah, I heard. Uh, King of the Hill that that might might get a revival <gasps> apparently. No shit. Yeah, that's well. It's apparently it's been talked about at Fox because this is now like the the same thing from Roseanne is you know the election just happened so everyone's like, okay, maybe we should greenlight more shows about rednecks. I I'm not sure I could handle a Trump King of the Hill. Um, I'm not. Yeah, I'm I, not so sure what direction Judge would go with that. I mean, we all we yeah. all saw what happened with Dilbert guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, this this is Mike Judge is also the idiocracy guy, but. Uh, yeah, I. Yeah, I, I, I feel like King of the Hill was, and I, I, I love King of the Hill. I think King of the Hill is is terrific. I, I do wonder if you know a lot of like. King of the Hill's shtick for a while was was the idea of the this kind of you know. Benignly oblivious Middle American family, specifically Middle American man and Hank Hill, kind of like running up against what has become, like, present-day reality well, and, you know, reacting with a certain amount of, of horror and or indignation. It was and No it was, Country it, for Old Men, but as a TV sitcom. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's the exact same yeah, it's theme. Good. It's yeah. like, the show's not, the show is never, the show is never passing judgment on Hank Hill. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. He does that himself with, with his outdated views on things and all of that. 
but the show right. never says this is wrong. The show has love for him because these yeah. were probably judges, uncles, grandparents, you know, parents yeah. and, you know, caricatures. Right. But, um, yeah, I, I'd be too afraid that it, it's not innocent anymore. Mm. You know, like there was an innocence to that, like that person could exist and they're not, they're not a, I don't want to say bad person. That's not the way to do it, but they're not an obsolete, you know, yeah. or, or yeah. they're not fighting for their, their survival. Hank Hill could exist in this bubble with the world yeah. changing around him and it's probably going to work out okay for him. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it, and so I, I don't really want to see it not work out okay for him or worse. I don't want to see it go in the other direction. You know, we don't need this to become the, uh, the, um, uh, the, whatever they call the robot fair in AI. You know what I mean? Mm. Where we see what the culmination of, you know, NASCAR and, uh, and redneck culture gets us to in the, uh, in the future. Um, but, uh, you know, it would be interesting, but I'd be too afraid that it would be like current day South Park. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know, I, yeah, like the first thing I heard when when they said they were going to do it, I was like, no, no, you can't do it. You don't have Brittany Murphy anymore. You, you, right. you it's just you, you, you can't. You know, that's you know, like the 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 book is kind of closed on that. And I mean, we saw you know, it, 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 idiocracy show Judge getting into a very very bitter place, and I, yeah. I don't I don't quite know if that because because that's King of the Hill. It just it it hit a sweet spot that I don't think the world even knew it needed or was ready for. <laughs> yeah, and, and it did it in such just the same way as Beavis and Butted. It did it in such a uh, an eye opening kind of a way. Was, I mean, Ro, the best of Roseanne is that way, right? These people are not painted yeah. or married with children. They're not painting this in a negative light. They're painting it in a like almost like you're a voyeur, and shouldn't be seeing or hearing this. Like if you don't already know, you know what I mean. It's almost like well, wrong, yeah. but not in like a, oh, this is a bad person. Like, you know, this is something to learn from. This is something to, you know, uh, all in the family did it as well. You know, it's like if, if you watch that show and you think this is a racist show because Archie Punker does a minstrel show, you never got the point of what Lear was trying to put on screen. Right. right. Archie Bunker was the yeah. antithesis. It, it, it was a flip flop. You know what I mean? And it, it, it just yeah. uh, King of the Hill was doing that. And I'm be too afraid now that it would lose that. Well, but I mean, like King of the Hill was in the end very much on Hank's side. You know, yeah, like, like but Married with Children, especially the early seasons, really hates Alan Pegg. Yes, like it's it's yes. not it's not until the show had been on and had been a hit for a while that it kind of morphed into a thing where the Bundys were ironic heroes of the series, and then uh, you know, like. Uh, you know, pretty much once Steve left Marcy, you know, the show turns into a different thing. E, true. You know, true. We, we could probably, yeah, we could probably do a whole Married with Children thing. Yeah, but, I, uh, we we probably yeah. should. I'm not quite sure how we got there. <laughs> that was yeah, that yeah. was good. But no, I. He, th this is what I'll say about a a King of the Hill uh, come come ahead because if the original pitch for King of the Hill and and one of the reasons why the characters are kind of like designed the way they are, especially like the central family was that they were designed so that it would be easy to age them because the original pitch to Fox for the show was for however long you let us keep this on, these people are going to age in real time. Every year, everyone is going to get one year older and the place that they are in the world would get one year uh... ahead. And, the, and and that we'd see Bobby go through high school and we would see them eventually, you know, just to do that. And that was going to be the pitch. And eventually, the after it had been on for a little while, the, the reality of it kind of set in that it was like, all right, you know, that's maybe not the best place that, that we could take it. Like the... What we have now is better than our gimmick will probably be. Right. You know, like, like they, they didn't run out of, you know, like Bo Bobby turned out to be a more interesting character than here is a kid that we're watching through Hank's eyes and why would we leave this behind? So if they're going to do it, I, I would hope that, you know, it, it's been what? It's been 10 years since King of the Hill went off the air, right? At least. It's, it's been, it's been at least 10 years. So if they're going to do it, I, I would like to see them give it a time jump. Yeah, that's exactly right. I wouldn't just, yeah. I, if they, if they take it up from right where they left off, it will do it an injustice in my opinion. 
Yeah, I, I think so. And, you know, that would give it, give them some, at the very least, that would give them cause to say, you know, uh, Luann and Lucky moved somewhere else so that we don't have to, you know, yeah. deal with the yeah, morbidity the, yes. of, of that. Um, well, look at, look you know, at we, how we, well it worked. I mean, for something that you, you know, was such a, such a right place, right time and didn't really need it, but it's worked twice now. Look at how it worked for Wet Hot American Summer. The time, right, the yeah. time jump helped that that quirky little movie in in a way now it, it's like this generation's um um what's the word i'm looking for uh oh brain be big chill you know what i mean yeah. It, it, yeah. it 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 has that kind of like and it was just kind of a throwaway fun little movie you know and and, and mm-hmm. i i yeah. i think king of the hill could stand to have that kind of you know kind of stand by me style ending credits time jump <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see that because, like the, I mean, like the K- King of the Hill did it. It never had like a lot of big unanswered questions to begin with, right? But if you're gonna bring King of the Hill back, I think the the only reason to do it is to tell us whether or not Bobby is okay. Absolutely. Yeah, and uh, other than that, I don't because I keep thinking like you know I don't need this back. I I think you know the show was on exactly long enough. I don't know, but you know, I I would kind I I do kind of want to know. Like, I have no interest in finding out what happened to Doug. Funny, I don't. No, care. absolutely not. I, I I don't care. Doug was really not that good. But you know I'm what? Sorry. I am kind of interested it's... in finding out what happened to Rocco. Oh yeah, no, I I I love I love the idea of, of Rocco's modern life coming back, and I'm so glad that it is. What to do if Psychomatic sucks? Instructions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We we I mean like the Nicktoons is probably another thing that we could do a whole a whole. Oh, podcast of course, on, which, we're, we we just we arrived here. So so yeah. let let's jump then because there was something else that came up in the last couple of days yes. that um that I want to talk about. So I'm not going to get the exact date right, but let me take you back in time if if you will, Bob. To please do 1993. I'm going to go for rough sure. date because it's probably a year or two after the Super Nintendo came out. Okay. You're 11 years old, I'm 8 years old, and The Wizard was a few years prior, so the idea of, like, a video game competition had this, like, mystical air to it, right? It's not like you could go and have a LAN party, you know what I mean, with your friends at your house, right? This was a big deal, right? And Mm. it was an ad campaign for Leechmere, of all places. Mm. And for those that do remember, Leechmere was a like a Best Buy, but as department store from way back when. And the it, it it was probably during like its swan song, right? The last little death knell of kind of a store like that existing because Leechmere was gone about a year or two prior. So the Square One yeah. Super Mall in Saugus, Massachusetts, <clears throat> had a Leechmere. And a nationwide, mm. I think it was, right? It, it was the American, like, Nintendo of America power... Well, what was it actually called, the original one? The, it was it was the Nintendo World Championships. The Nintendo World Championships. And you and I went to Leechmere and competed. And you did a yeah. hell of a lot better than me. And, and if, <laughs> if, if I remember, you had, to, you had to do a time trial in Mario Kart. You had to hit a home run in Ken Griffey Jr. Baseball. And you had to beat level one of the lost levels. Was, mm-hmm. was there another that that was the like um, initiation? Yeah, right? it was. It was. Uh, yeah, it it was uh, the lost levels and uh, get as many points as you can in uh, the home run derby version of the uh, Ken Griffey Jr. baseball game. Right, right, and so it had to have been Super Nintendo because that was around. So wouldn't yeah. you know it? And you've probably read more. I just saw the blip and I freaked out and said, "Bob and I have to talk about this" because I just got giddy when I saw it. But that in 2017. Nintendo is doing it again as a Best Buy promotion, which wasn't Best Buy like all supposed to disappear. Weren't they like having terrible financial problems? Yeah, I I think that uh, I don't know that Best Buy has disappeared. I, I no, think they're that here. They just I see kind them. of <laughs> yeah. I I mean I think that uh, Best Buy has kind of like settled. Like I think the the idea that like the electronic store thing was going to go away. Uh, what has sort of like run into the brick wall of 
my generation and your generation, our generation, basically, uh, arriving into a form of adulthood enough to recognize that, while most of what we would like to buy, we can just look up on Amazon and order whenever we want, things like a washing machine right. or, like, a stove, you kind of do want to go and look at. I've seen that the Best Buy nowadays looks a lot more like a Sears than it used to. Yeah, yeah, the, <laughs> yeah. I, I I think that that's the main thing is that like like Sears is going down the tube. Sears is probably gone within like yeah. A, with, Sears the next, Sears like, kind of looks the way Ann and Hope and Kmart did. Kmart's still kind of yeah. there, but it's not. Looking well, it's, it's so like. Good. Like, like, yeah, like, didn't didn't Family Guy do like the Sears joke where like they he says you know oh let's just go into Sears and get my sh- and get shirts that's what we used right, to go when it's I was like, a kid it's like the Road yeah. Warrior <laughs> yeah no it's Mad Max and like uh, the whole thing is is empty and it looks like a post apocalyptic wasteland and the uh, you know, like the the buggy rides up like you know why have you come to the land of Sears we seek coverings for the cold times <laughs> nice yeah it's uh. Yeah, so uh, so Sears, yeah, but uh, so you know, it's I yeah. So Nintendo World Championship. So have you yes. read what what's the new thing culminating? And am I too old to enter it? Uh, I I looked at it. <laughs> I didn't. Uh, I I perused it because today was a busy day. But uh, what they're 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 using it as a thing for like an invitational to come and uh, eventually get like uh, compete in a thing and get a trophy at uh, the Nintendo World Store in New York oh, um, which is where, a great and, store <laughs> and and you'll also be able to go hands on with uh oh shoot with uh Super Mario Odyssey you know, oh, so of course. when that of course. so it, it'll be when that's coming out but the uh the the competition which is at um a total of eight Best Buys. Oh man, eight Best Buys, crushing number of Best Buys. Yeah, will be and uh, it'll be playing uh, the the Mario Kart Seven, so the one from the old uh, DS. So I'm not entirely sure how this was all thought out. Yeah, but, uh, I just think that yeah, it exists. It's, uh, makes we'll, me happy. It, it's it's cute to see it back. Yeah. You still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Oh, you sounded like you dropped away. No, no, I'm I'm here. I'm I'm here. I'm I'm being informed by my social media feed that uh, uh, the the Mr. Plinkett guys did a uh, a very very negative review of uh, the the most recent Ghostbusters movie. So I'm sure that is a thing that we'll be hearing about for uh, years and years and years now. Oh, grand. Yeah, yeah. I you know I. N- nothing but love to uh, to the guys at uh, Red Letter Media who do very good work. Yes, they uh, do. But, uh, you know, there are especially working, and, you know, I shouldn't even bring this up because, like, it because I'm in the same industry, it just sounds like sour grapes. You know, it sounds like, oh, I wish I was that popular. But it, it feels like there are two or, there's always at least two or three, uh, you know, podcasts or shows or whatever that, you know, have a fan base that basically watches and listens to only them and, you know, builds it up in, into like this, you know, god godlike thing, you know, it's it's you know, with with film stuff, it's uh you know, it's well, you know, Red Letter Media and Plinkett said X and it becomes the entirety of their vocabulary to talk about this. With politics, it it's the guys on Chapo Trap House. Yeah. With uh uh you know, like I, I don't know who the this is for like sports right now. Uh, no, I, know, I, like, I don't uh, either. Yeah, like I know for wrestling, what culture has uh, has sort of like uh, become, you know, like the thing on YouTube for uh, wrestling. But uh, those guys rule, so yes. uh, no no complaint there. But uh, you know, it's uh, I, I don't know. So uh, I I guess we'll be hearing about that, but uh, for another day. Yeah, for another day. Uh, yeah, I don't know. We we haven't been doing this as long as since that movie came out, but. You know, I still stand by that I quite enjoyed it. It's just a, yeah, it it's just it's a fine. thing. It's fine. Yeah, it's it's fine. It's you know, it wasn't the, worth all the bullshit. <laughs> like, I, n- n- well, n- nothing would be. Ghostbusters no, is still one of my favorite movies ever made. They never should have made another one, but it's fine. It made me happy. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. You know, people. Uh, pe- people getting way, way, way too angry about uh you know a lady doing something that only men had done before i'm you know what i'm i'm really glad that that tantrum stopped right there and 
didn't spread out into anything else in our culture. Yeah, nothing didn't at all. Affect nothing at all. No, th that was not a precursor or a uh, a, a harbinger of 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 anything. Anything at all. Absolutely terrible. Yeah, no. Everybody nothing, uh, in this world, regardless of gender and anything else, just acts completely fine towards one another. Yeah, yeah, yep. we are we 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 are we are in a very good place. It's where this this novel that we're writing about how the world was um that uh, the future could figure out is going to is going to really enjoy thinking that 2017 was, you know, great. It's great. Yeah, just great. <laughs> just yeah. great. Um everything's fine. So everything is fine. <laughs> so, so so about so about the Ghostbusters, you know, thing I actually have a little golden book now of Ghostbusters, the, you know, the Ghostbusters and um, the, Paul Feig's Ghostbusters that yeah. uh, my daughter can have. So that's super cool, right? That she's got All the right. girl Ghostbusters and the guy Ghostbusters, both books. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think that's awesome. I think so, too. And we got to Ghostbusters from Nintendo. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. The Godzilla yeah. guy died. Oh yes, the uh, the the man who played the original Godzilla in uh, the first twelve movies was inside the suit, uh, passed away. Did he pass? Away? That's a, that... Sorry, I just heard that has passed away inside the suit. Uh, no, he he was. That is he, so he was not... inappropriate. I'm <laughs> he, sorry. He was, he, he was not wearing the suit at the dun, time. Dun 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 dun. Yeah, that was. <laughs> no, yeah. that it's a shame. That that guy was. He was also Ultraman, dude. He he was in Ultraman. He played uh, several of the uh, enemy monsters in the first season of Ultraman, which was our joint first AOL screen name, because yes, our parents only knew how to set up one. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. I remember that. Oh, oh, man. AOL, AOL. I still know people that use it. Well, uh, it's it's still my email. Yeah, but see, that's free. You don't yeah, pay yeah. to have that. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Oh, that man. is true. Uh, somebody today, <laughs> speaking of weirdness, sent me a message wondering if I was the lonely block, uh, the last lone blockbuster Twitter account, <laughs> because they said this seems like your sense of humor. Yeah, I really wish it, I was those guys. That is a great Twitter account. It is. It is. I wish I'd thought of that gag. They uh, they they posted. How was your weekend? We had to pawn our gumball machine. And I took a photo of the one that we bought, or you bought for me, um, and said, nah, I, I bought it, dude. It's mine now. <laughs> mm. uh, so what else? Do we get anything else? What's the What's the world have to serve us right now? Nintendo, uh, horror movies. Um, Darren Aronofsky made another movie. Yeah, yeah. I... Uh... Yeah, Darren Aronofsky's uh, the trailer for Mother dropped, and it looks, uh, at least from the trailer, it's the studio very clearly wants you to think he's made one of the Conjuring movies. Yes, yeah. yeah. It, it, it's funny, because I, I feel like had that trailer been cut, you know, 25-ish years ago, it would have looked more like Rosemary's Baby, or um, yeah, just the way they cut it, yeah, it really made me feel like they were trying to make me think it was a Conjuring movie. It looks good. I mean, the guy, the guy's track record is pretty solid. So, yeah, no, uh, like I, I liked Noah. I know a lot of people hated. I Noah. actually really liked Noah. Yeah, I mean it's it's bonkers. Yeah, <laughs> it's bonkers in a it's bonkers in a Ten Commandments way, but so much more oddly, strangely, can't decide if it's really trying to be super religious or not. <laughs> Whereas the Ten yeah. Commandments was, I, I couldn't, I couldn't get a feel as to whether Noah was like trying to um, subvert. Or like go whole hog into it because it did like the the stars and like the the, the evolution thing. It was just so freaking strange, and I mm. liked that. And, and it had rock monsters, so so there's that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it did have that. No, okay, <laughs> cool. I I had never uh, really talked yeah. to you about Noah before. You know, it was bonkers. Yeah. Well, we, we should we should we should do Noah on another one of these. This is just the 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 preview of coming attractions, <laughs> apparently right. podcast. This, um. So then there's Mother. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think. There was something else I felt like I wanted to talk about that I saw, but it's it's lost to me, man. It's lost well, in the ether of 1 a.m. on a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. 
Well, you know, that's uh, that. That's why we have uh, more than uh, one of these episodes uh, in the future. Exactly. So, um, yeah, I'll, we'll, we'll top it off there. So thank yeah. you guys again for listening, and thank you, Bob, for uh, for the conversation, and thank you, Chris, for being Chris. Um, if you like this, um, remember you can go to my Patreon. That's patreon.com slash thechippa, T-H-E-C-H-I-P-P-A. Um, you can find this, other stuff I've done, and also Creating Geeks, the podcast, um, uh, mini podcast, the uh, parenting, geeky culture kind of thing. Um, you'll enjoy it. So check all that out. And um, as always, I'm Chris. I'm Bob. And thank you for coming along on the tangent. Have a great night. Have a good night, guys.